Namaste. We are with uh, Gautam Ji once again for our next podcast. Gautam, thank you so much for your time. Most welcome, Nick. People are really enjoying the podcast and uh, we really are very grateful for your wonderful insights. That's really good to know that people are enjoying it. So, Gautam, I'm going to extort you like I did with Vinima. <laughs> so, Gautam, uh, the other day I was having a chat with one of my friends who said for the first time he was washing his car in all these years. Hmm. And uh, what just, I don't know, what struck me was do we really see all human beings as equals? Because, you know, in cities with busy lives, especially in India where, you know, it's very easy to get household help. Yes. Uh, do we really see everybody and them as equals, like the guards, the security guards, people with uh, jobs that are not very high profile? Or is there subtly a complex that one may feel? Right. And I felt that has a lot to do with Baba's teachings when they go really deep inside because Baba was all about that absolute love for the other. Yes. So, you know, if you could talk a little bit about that, Kota. Sure, sure. Uh, Nick, you know, here I would like to say that uh, in the context of India and Indians, what you have raised now is of specific significance. And there are two reasons for that. One is, you see, uh, a lot of us living in urban India have grown up in an English education. Whereas the 99% of the population is either uneducated or have studied in their vernacular languages. So this has already created a divide between the English speaking and the, those who are not speaking English. Yes. And then we who became English speaking developed English tastes, so to speak. Our breakfast style was different. Our whole demeanor of dressing was different. So this happened as a result of conditioning. That was one aspect. The other very heavy burden that we carry in India is the burden of the caste system. You see, even though it is not visible so much now in the urban areas, in the subconscious, in the collective conditioning, this has again created a wedge between what we feel the lower caste was capable of doing and what the higher caste did. These have filtered into the Indian conditioning specifically. Yes. You see, and uh, therefore what Baba mentions on this front becomes more pertinent. I'll tell you why. Because in the West, you know, you could be affluent and educated and you would still share a meal with your chauffeur on the same table. I have seen that myself when I have traveled abroad, that they, the ones who work for them are not treated any differently. I had the same experience in Goa itself, in fact, about 15 years ago. I got very friendly with one couple from Ireland. And they had the same driver they had hired during the course of their stay in Goa. So one day they picked me up to go for lunch. And to my utter surprise, they invited the driver to join us for lunch. And I was taken aback because we in India are not used to that. Like you mentioned, you know, how we look at the people who wash the cars, the driver. And then I realized that this is something which comes so naturally to, uh, let's say, people overseas, which I've seen across various countries. 
but to indians this does not come naturally correct and also i have seen that when i was with my spiritual teacher i met so many foreigners at his satsangs and we would go for tea after the satsang and before i knew it the person sitting across me was either a brick laborer in a construction site or a lady who cleaned people's houses and you would have no idea because you see they speak our language the the tastes are the same topics of discussion are the same and i realized that these boundaries don't come up when they are from the western world because that has been our conditioning but with our own people it comes up you see because we have this kind of default setting where we feel that we are earning the money and the ones below us so to speak who are doing labor who are working in homes who are cleaning cars who are driving cars are not as intelligent as us this is the one mistake that we make because you see everyone is designed differently and comes with their own destinies their economic destiny their geographical destiny everyone comes with that and baba's teaching becomes so pertinent because it is a teaching which is an equalizer you see it it equalizes everyone because if it is the same consciousness functioning through everyone how much more equal can we be you see so i'm sorry i've taken much time on this but i wanted to lay the ground for this discussion on the indian context first the other thing which we miss and now i'm talking on behalf of all of humanity this point we really miss you see shri aurobindo said something very beautiful he said it is irrelevant what work you are doing but how you are doing that work the sense of the divine presence while you are working the godhead behind the work that is of utmost significance which means your driver could be completely in the present moment driving the car which you have never felt at your work but you feel you are above him you know they have a deeper sense of contentment or joy i have personally found the simpler people sleep better they have lesser anxiety you know they are happier with little things even though they may not have they will share in fact i have learned a lot more yes being in their company for example there was an incident that happened about a year ago my driver had lost his child uh, so it was quite sad he was a little dejected naturally and i was talking to him and one posh neighbor you know came she she just barged in between us and expected me to talk to her so i just told her i said see i'm speaking with him i will get back to you in some time and she took offense and walked away and uh, i i didn't bother i spoke to him and later i didn't see her but i could clearly see in her body language she took offense that i did not speak with her and uh, it just gave me a message that why should one assume that just because maybe he is a driver or something that uh, you know she she is given preference exactly and uh, it's not that they are devoid of emotion or you know as you just said very beautifully that uh, he he could be more present than anybody else you know maybe he's enlightened for all we know yeah exactly <laughs> yes. exactly you see i'll tell you 
I have uh, in our building someone new has joined as the building lift man, and you know with the the consistency which he says namaste, and the sweetness with which he says it, there is no change in the last three months. It's such a beautiful namaste, and he greets everyone like that. And you see, we when we have a bad day, <laughs> if we are greeting Namaste, it goes out of the window. You know, we we'll forget about it or say it in a rough tone. So precisely, everyone in our life is there to teach us something, and it is the simpler people, as you said, who have simpler needs, simpler wants, who are actually living simpler lives. You know, so uh, it's a very good point you have raised, and more so, I still again. Uh, I'm re-emphasizing this fact that we in India need to learn this lesson more than the people abroad. This is why I brought it up, Kautam, because when I heard that uh, that oh, I'm watching it for the first time, it just hit me where you know this is something that many take for granted, but this could now become an opportunity to look at this aspect of our lives and underlying assumptions people make or preferences they have for themselves. So that could be addressed. It is a turning point, Nick. You know, now for example, we have seen videos. I have seen videos on Facebook where, for the first time, garbage cleaners are being applauded as they go about their normal day, their chores. You see, now the whole point is, it is because of this unprecedented situation that we have seen their worth, correct, and we are applauding it now. After this situation is over, is that going to become a memory and forgotten, and we go back to our old habits and conditioning, or have we learned from it? Have we transformed so that from this point on we are very well aware that what we don't have the guts to do, take out dirty garbage of someone else. Yes, there are people who are doing that and live with that awareness. So the next time we see them, even if it's in our own minds, we applaud them. Yes, absolutely. that is the thing you see, because human memory unfortunately is very short. Yet, instances like this come, and they could be transformational, like this lockdown time. And you are raising such pertinent points. So hopefully, the sincere spiritual seeker grabs onto these opportunities, these insights which are coming their way, in order to live the teachings. I will keep hammering this point because my own teacher used to say that that the shell of the ego has become so hard that it needs constant hammering to break it open. So back to that point that are you living the teachings of Sai? And Baba would emphatically say this repeatedly that poverty is much higher than kingship, much higher. I has spoken about this, and uh, she has. We've done a video with her, so maybe in the description I will put a link to that for those who would wish to see. So even she has spoken about this. Yeah, and how Baba would send uh, people with a begging bowl around. You see, because there are lessons to learn from there. You know, one other aspect uh, since we both have spent time with Eckhart Tolle's teachings is. Even uh, you know a child and a parent relationship, or any relationship in that regard, where you know one may have an unconscious superiority complex, where you may correct someone. This could even be applied there or taken into that dimension of life. Yes. That do you 
subtly have a complexion about some sort. It could be maybe someone is physically stronger, so they have that. Someone thinks they are more intelligent. But then in the realm of being, uh, that really takes you quite far away from the truth. Exactly. And so that is the whole point, you see, because we have not only built an image of ourselves and started wearing a mask, uh, which creates this separation with others, you know, so it becomes a very complex dynamic. We have different masks with different people. With our driver, we are one person. With the colleague at work, we are another. With the family, we are a third. That is what has happened. And the spiritual journey means the dropping away of these masks to reveal your true identity, who you truly are. Yes. It reminds me of a story of a Zen master in Japan where his students would come to him and one day the, either the king summoned him or the king came to meet him and this master noticed his palms were sweating. And then in all honesty, he told his students that you please leave me alone now because I have not realized the ultimate because in front of the king, my palms started sweating. That means I could, I saw some difference between him and other people. And I felt it was a very deep story because truly when all beings are equal, we will not have a difference in our behavior or put on a mask depending on whether we perceive someone as big or small. Yes. And uh, even Bapa, uh, Dharamdas Bapa Guruji, he would emphasize on this that do you see a change in your behavior when you talk to the rich and talk to the poor? You know, he would say this is a very important thing to, you know, reflect and, uh, within oneself. Yes. And also, more so, uh, Nick, one more point is wherever there's a monetary transaction, like let's say we have maids in the house, we have a driver. Or let's say the employer is paying his staff. That gets converted to have the right to behave a certain way because I'm paying money. Correct. That again one has to look out for. Because we feel we have purchased that relationship so then we can be how we like. Yes, that so, is very wrong. Yes, this is a common pitfall again on the path. Because what relationship are you purchasing? If you were to really follow Baba's teaching, then if everyone is an aspect of the Divine, you are conducting a transaction with the Divine for the Divine services. Yes. Maybe as a housemaid, maybe as a driver, whatever, as an employee. So your transaction ultimately is with the Divine only. But that we lose sight of. We still think of people as individuals, you see. So I think, I don't know where I had read it, but I did read it somewhere that Sai Baba had once mentioned to somebody that whenever you look at anyone, just imagine my face on that person. Yes. You see, that brings the equality because you see Baba in everyone. Baba himself has said, see me in all beings. Yes, and Baba has held up many devotees. In fact, just recently we put a video of Vinima doing a tribute to Nana Sahib Chandorkar where at their residence once a lady had come asking for arms. So they gave her something, then she continued to ask for more and then they shooed her away in a rather harsh way. Then Baba caught him and told him that, oh, you know, he held him for this incident. And at, at first he didn't remember, but then Baba reminded him of the incident. 
and uh, over time of course he transformed but i do feel uh, this is a very very important aspect of baba's teachings and if it goes you know uh, if one i don't know at least this is the way i look at it on one side you may do bhajans one side you may do worship mechanically yes. but if this aspect is lived i feel personally baba will be much more pleased with this being lived yes because you see uh, i think this is true devotion to god if you are respecting all your relationships if you are devoted to them in all possible ways this is the living bhakti it is not just between you and a murti of sai baba correct and it's all about living it you see and i would like to end on the note that one thing which we all forget firstly we all act as if we are not going to die that is the first point of ignorance <laughs> yes and the second point is we don't realize but we all are going to the same cremation grounds yes the cremation ground does not distinguish between whether i was an employer or an employee so you see i mean we are shown all the time what is the reality all our bodies are going to turn to dust correct but when we live we forget that so uh, it's a great thing and it is very timely that you have brought this topic up because the lockdown as i said earlier is a time which is offered for contemplation and leaps can be made in one spiritual journey because we are not occupied with other things right now correct we are not socially occupied we are not job wise occupied so if if our audience if our brothers and sisters and friends who are sai baba devotees delve into these not only these podcasts but all the content on your website it can take them very far on the journey to the divine got some couple of announcements before we end this podcast uh, the first is a rather important one we are uh, starting a new version of the sai satcharit i have been talking with uh, dr vinish chitluri and uh, we will rewrite this book in a way that it is uh, more it is paraphrased in today's modern english and it will be made freely available as an ebook we will also have an audio version of this book so devotees can hear this uh, while they are working or you know while they are on the go in addition to that i am hoping to have a commentary with her on each of the chapters and maybe i will even ask you to give a commentary on how every story there are things to take away and be applied right so for this we've got the domain sai-satcharit.com and uh, devotees who are interested can probably go leave their email there and as soon as chapters are done we they can get a notification and get access to that so that was one uh, project we're working on and just for the ease of devotees to share this content for the podcast we've got a domain called sai.fm and if they just type this into their browser it will take them straight to the podcast then if they wish they can play it either in their browser or they can go to apple podcast or google or spotify so it's just very easy to share it's just simple sai.fm uh, we've also got for the videos a domain sai.video so if they you know it's very difficult to tell people sai baba's devotee speaks right, but right. anybody just type sai.video in their browser anywhere in the world they'll be directed to the youtube channel so oh, you must spread this message it would be a great thing yeah and of course the sai satcharit will be a 
very ambitious project and uh, I wish you all the best for that and also my support if you need it for any of these. I would uh, definitely ask uh, for some time where we could have a segment after each chapter that what are the pointers that one can apply into their lives. So it is, um, I mean there are different versions of the Satcharit already there but I felt in today's day and age for today's youth, people all over the globe. Uh, it written in a language which is more accessible and they can relate to. Obviously, Baba's words will not be touched at all. Yes. The Leela's will not change. But then all those extra commentaries will be removed. So people can do a reading more often, more easily and they can even hear the audiobook. Yes, wonderful. So I felt maybe over the next six months, uh, hopefully by Baba's grace, this project should be complete. Oh, lovely. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Thank you, Gautam. Okay, Nikhil. Take care. Looking forward to more episodes with you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, Take yeah. care, Gautam. Bye. Yeah, bye. bye.